like to build up all the uh, all the anticipate. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. Let's say hypothetically that I don't know anything about fly fishing. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was like this instant eight-way man crush. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the fence. Yeah. The time we've been doing this podcast, I've never seen Uncle Buck perk up his, his dolphin procreation. <laughs> Like you just flipped up out of your chair. Yeah, he just blew out his blow. <laughs> what are you talking about? And that's pretty much my dream coming true is to actually meet you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm the humblest Shy guy I know. Humble. Work and do uh, trade shows in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You meet some pretty wild guys. You blew it! <laughs> I'm the worst PR person ever. Fire me. <laughs> and we are back. We are in the current. Oh, there it goes. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuit podcast. I can't wait to get into it tonight. Let's hurry. We got some new voices that I haven't heard in a while. Mm-hmm. Who do I got with me tonight? I'm Catfish. It's P.A. Buck, or call me Bucky. Uh, <laughs> I'm Steve. This is Dave. Uh, and I'm Ryan. It's going to be that kind of night, isn't it, Bucky? Oh, I'm a wisecracker tonight. I got I'm a feeling. And Dave? David? Yes, if I may. You can call me Deke. <laughs> Mr. Kyle. Oh, it'll be Deke. Don't you worry. Stevie, tell me something. What do yes, you got sir. going on? You know, on Saturday, um, I did. Well, let me just kick this off by saying I did not catch a trophy this week. What? No. I've been. No. That, you, I've I know. come to expect that. I'm sorry. It was a slow week. But on Saturday, Will and I were able to get out with a boat and a plug in it with before it goes in the water. We plug the boat first. It happens one time, and you, you just never ruined the plug. I didn't listen to it yet. One time is that a thing? You forget a plug. No, it's one not time. a thing. Okay, <laughs> not at all, bud. You we, forgot the plug. I got to listen back now. I mean, yeah, forgot is how many mutual boat. <laughs> Forgot Rides. your word, Catfish. Did both of those guys go on in their lifetime? Yeah. Well, all right. Go like back. Not every boat has a plug in it, though. Exactly. <laughs> go back and listen to Stand hey, Down yeah. Pellet. I, like, Catfish will tell us soon about a story of a boat he was on that didn't have a plug. Yeah. So Will and I were able to go out with our friend Brian. Um, oh, Pike Diesel. What happened? Well, was that why he's going to? Here, here's guys the thing. Do all the fun crap while I'm out of the country. Here, here's the thing, <laughs> and I and I feel terrible for this because we've been referring to him as this forever. We're fishing, we're fishing, we're having fun, and and I'm just calling him Pike Orowski, Pike Diesel, and he and and you know you guys have met Brian. He is. Uh-huh. Uh, Super nice pro- guy. Probably one of the you know the top three politest guys I've ever met in my life. He says after me and Will. After you and Will. Okay. Then there's Brian. He says, you know, I didn't really want to tell you this, but you've been pronouncing my name wrong. It's, it's Brian. It's <laughs> Brian. Is it Brian? <laughs> oh, hi Brian. It's Brian. Brian. <laughs> it's French. <laughs> it's, Brian. It's Pick Diesel. What? Pick, pick Diesel. I thought it was Pick-er-owski. Pike Diesel, too. No, no. Once you go Pike, you Why, can't You didn't tell dislike. me that all day when I no, called him. Right? Well, once you go Pike, you can't dislike? No, I can't Is that what you said? Yeah, once you go Pike, you can't dislike. <laughs> well, Pike Diesel. I'm he, sorry. Brian Pikarowski. <laughs> no, absolutely didn't take offense at all. It was. It I was love just, you, bud. He was. But you're Pike Diesel from here oh, on out, bud. Hold on a second. Or Brian. No, not Brian. Pike Diesel. 
And so you took Pike Krawski fishing. Did you look in his cooler? I didn't. And and he here's the thing uh, about that. Uh, um, he said he made it a point to say that uh, he forgot that he had honey buns when he went with you. Oh, that's so and, wrong. Don't show them to me. And, don't, abs- <laughs> don't accidentally leave your cooler open and flash yeah. me the goods if you're not going to share them. Yeah, oh. he, he said he, he forgot he had honey buns. Yeah, he my neighbor, the, na- the, the neighbor girl down the street always said, I accidentally forgot to shut my curtains when I was taking it. Yeah, when I was in the bathroom. Too. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Facing my bedroom window when I grew up. I'm just kidding. I didn't have any neighbors. <laughs> yeah, so he, I had to walk like a mountain to get down there. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a story for another day. Do go on, Stevie. <laughs> he, Br- Brian said he is not gonna. He is not gonna have a honey bun with anyone from R2 until he has the honey bun with catfish. There you first. go. Thank you. Whoa. Thank you. Yeah, pick. good that on was, you. That was big of them. But we, Brian. So it should be pick diesel. It's pick diesel. Pick diesel. Yeah, yeah. Pickerowski. We can a, we can fix it. That's I, his. I'll tell you, just the awesome. You guy. know, I hung out with him to turkey hunt that yeah. time, and we're driving around in his really nice jacked up Jeep. I mean, it's oh, that's tricked sweet, out. Isn't yeah, he brought that. To and me. I'm trying to figure out like, where's the diesel thing come from? And he's like, oh, it's down down around back. I have this big diesel truck and a big camper that I pull around. I was like. Can't imagine what that thing's like when this is all tricked <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. So Yeah, we, we had a great so he met me at my house at I don't remember what it was, five thirty, and then we pulled the boat up to uh what's the name of that lake? Pincho. Pincho, yeah. Which shoot. I'm disappointed in you. What's the matter? You guys had a mediocre, less than mediocre day at Pincho. It was it was a tough fishing day. In in the crazy that's, that's thing, always like an easy lake to catch fish at. But if you go back this and summer listen, especially yeah, if you okay, go back and listen to every podcast where we've ever talked about Pincho. And the caveat we always throw out is, "Oh, Pincho is a hard lake to fish." And now you're saying it's unless you have tubes. I've never you. said that. Well, right, it's because you fish with tubes. Because okay. you're a superstar, but. <laughs> but we, 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 you know, it was crazy. The first cast, first cast, I get a hit on top water, and I thought, man, it's on. This jammies, jammies. <laughs> Today's the day. Today's the day. And then after that, it was nothing. I mean, we caught, Brian caught, uh, Brian was able to land some bass on this um, slick little crankbait that he was using. But other than that, it was slim pickings. He's a good how, fish. He's a good he's fish. Yeah. Really good how, fish. Uh, how clear was that water that time? Um, it was. It would have been raining off and on, so it wasn't. It wasn't terribly stained, but it wasn't terribly clear. It either. can be very clear. Yeah, it yeah. it can, but most, so, it seems like it's on average is a, a stained lake, though. Yeah. yeah, that lake doesn't like me, so I, I'm on your side, Stevie. Yeah. I find it to be a hard lake to fish. I I absolutely he, agree. The crazy thing too is it was in the 80s when I was there. Um. On Saturday, what boat did you take? We took Phil's. We took so it's just a community boat. Now, can I borrow it? Yeah, yeah okay, absolutely. Great. Just pick it up. Does it run? Best we with the used plug. a trolling motor, and it did no issues whatsoever with that. Did the big motor, motor run? We ran that at Race Town, and we had some issues idling, but I think we got that worked out. Did you put oil in it? Yeah. 
Just needs to. And Carver's been sitting a long time. Yeah, yeah. You'll learn and, uh, all about I'll mess that. With it. Stevie. Stand down pellet. <laughs> Stevie. And jets turned. We'll, we'll do That's it. That's exactly what it did. Just. In fact, Stevie mm. said, hey, uh, bud, when's the last time the spark plug's been changed? I said, the spark pl- plugs were changed, what, about four years ago? When the factory built it. Yeah. And <laughs> I actually when stirred I had my it in coffee. The Pro the and I put on it. the new trolling motor, I had him put new plugs in it because I never knew how long the previous plug but it hasn't run much since then no, not mm-hmm. hardly at all i mean it's maybe three hours it, 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 it just because an outboard's brand new you can buy a brand new outboard if it sits for years it has issues i yes. doubt it that, still needs work constantly. i doubt if that engine has even went through the breaking in hours we'll bless fix, your we'll heart buck oh and now we will yeah i got lots of places to take that but we'll fix it let's go but Br- brian we had a lot I, of fun with brian he's a Everything you guys have said about him, he's just a genuine good guy, easy guy to talk to. I don't know who you're talking to. I never said anything. I know you didn't. (laughs) You you hinted at it a little bit, though. That's one of my favorite days on the water. I enjoyed fishing with him. Yeah, even though the fishing was off, and I I was kind of in a hurry because... I had to fix a basement door. You remember my b-hole problem that I yeah, had? Yeah. Well, I, I don't want to get into that, but that problem's still around. Well, it's not around anymore. As long as it's not an a-hole problem. We, we got that We got that fixed. But anyways. <laughs> I'm glad you had fun. Brian. Yeah, glad great you had fun. Brian. Deke, we Deke. Got, I, I, let me just start off here. And we should have kind of preempted this whole episode by saying we are not going to get to the Better the Hunt topic. Oh, hat. I don't know how we could. There's absolutely no way we're going to get to the Better the Hunt topic hat. So uh, pl- plug the uh, do the Better the Hunt yeah, plug. Go there, check Ryan. out BetterTheHunt.com. All the cool products they got going on there. Pick you up uh, bow mitts. Your hand stays warm this year. And uh, yeah. Check it out because we're not getting to the top of cat. And I'm pretty sure you can get 15% off when oh, you yeah. buy the next bowman. Yep. Yeah. What is the uh, discount code there, Stevie? I believe the discount code is Rut. Rut. River. River 15. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. Check them out. R U T R I V E R 1 5. Betterthehunt.com. It's what we do. Get you some. <laughs> that was good. I thought so. That was it's good. fantastic. Diki, what you got going on, bud? Uh, I just watched it rain. That's pretty much it. Dude, this is it's insane. I can't take this anymore. I, know. I wish there was someone we could call and complain to. This just, I uh, just got to wait it out. There's a 1-800-Florence number you can call. Is there? Yeah. Did she, I do anything? Florence Henderson. Yeah. I was just she's say. she's coming, and there oh, ain't no stopping her. She's not even Definitely. breathing hard. <laughs> the, no. <laughs> They were. You always know the worst. You always know the worst of the worst things in the world. Yeah. Come at you like if you're standing in front of a train going 100 miles an hour, you know you're dead quick. But if you're standing in front of that same train that's going four miles an hour, you're you're still dead just slower. Yeah. That that storm coming off the coast of North Carolina is moving at like I, eight miles an hour. I feel now. bad for those folks. Thirty inches of rain or something like that. Like four feet of rain coming yeah. through there. How yeah, do you it's gonna be rough. That? How do you deal with that? I don't know. Not well. Anything else? There, David Kyle. That's about it. That's it. I'm sure you can outrun it at four miles an hour. Well, I mean, I don't know about the traffic. I saw some pictures of 95 where they it was shut a, it down. They're running both ways. Yeah, or, north. Or, sorry, they're running north. Northbound both ways. Yes. Eight, no la- eight, eight yeah. lanes. Eight lanes north. Yeah, to get out of there. Holy buckets. There are some people that are going to ride it out, you know, and I honestly yeah. want to say I, I wish them luck because it, it could be bad. Uh, There's always some that, that won't go. 
even if they will evacuate like off the beach or in some of those areas where they have the little the islands yeah uh, they'll they'll evacuate back to mainland but they they try to stick it out the house that you go down to and rent for vacation will that be affected at all virginia beach yeah it it could rain it could i mean this year in general has been rough. This is going to be exceptional on it. The problem is, is the whole East Coast is wet. Yeah. It's already there's nowhere for it to there's go. There's nowhere well, for the water to I, go. I, I know the beach Ocean that City's boardwalks underwater already. The, the yeah. one, the one beach that we go to, which is Bayside in Delaware, um, like the sand dune washed out, which was just replaced like two years ago. Yeah, it's gone. It's just from this nor'easter that came through before. I, yeah, I, I saw. I saw pictures of area, some of that. Guys, people are having trouble with even their. Um, uh, Sand, sand dunes. The, yeah, they're sand. The, what Sandbox. Oh, I'll have to. Basements. There's cesspools. Not, sump pumps. Sump pump. No, not the French septic drains. system. Septic drain. French drain. No, the septic. French doors. The drain field. The temperature drain field. thermometer. Septic tank. Thank you. Oh, yeah. All right. I can imagine. Geothermal. I energy. apologize. I derail. Guys, Solar just throwing stuff out. Guys, the rain's been so bad, it's affected up in this area. I've heard people talking about the ground is so saturated that their septic tank and the leach... Oh, I believe it, brother. It's so saturated, it won't even... They're not draining. Well, even the tree roots aren't holding. I came home to a down tree. It just oh, fell yeah. over yeah. with no wind. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah and the yeah, wind I mean, picks up and we're in trouble. Our, our tree opened in in Maryland um, you know, last Friday. How'd you do? I haven't been out. <gasps> Just, be, just because it's been who are you pouring for yeah. twenty four hours a day? I think you had two down by this time last year. Yeah, it's you're like not I the, don't even know you anymore. You're I not know. the David I know. I, <laughs> I don't even know if I know where that area is anymore. It's been so long. It's underwater by now. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. No, I, I checked my my log sheets from last year, and by this time last year, I think I only hunted two days. So I'm not but too. You got one on opening day last yeah. year, right? Yeah. yeah, I had one one down. So I guess my September wasn't. I wasn't pushing really to get it out. It wasn't in a wash. <laughs> it was just a mediocre year last year for David. No, it was a banger, a banner a year. year. Yeah. I, I was happy with it. Ryan, what about you? We got to move this along because this is. We've already exceeded our already time did, limit yeah. for everybody. I, I think we're all just stalling. Uh, unfortunately for me, I, I really don't have anything. I've been trying to to prep and do some stuff we were up at my cabin this past weekend that looked like fun uh it was a good time but it rained the whole time we were fortunate enough i took my boat or hunter's boat your mom your mom up uh in hopes of getting the engine worked on but unfortunately the guy that i got it from doesn't do uh, boat engines he's a small engine repair shop doesn't work on boat engines even though it's small it is awful small but uh, yeah, he doesn't do any work on boat Jeez. engines. So, uh, unfortunately, the guy to my left right now has got some extra work to do that he doesn't know about yet. 10 4. There's another guy here, too. I'm here just take it. Down. Just have him take it's, it home. I think we might. <laughs> take your mom but, uh, right on home. <laughs> we, did, we did have enough time to get the boat on the water for about 45 minutes, and my son was able to capitalize. Yes. Caught his first. Um, Pickerel, pickerel. Yeah. Nice. Yes. was it a pickerel? I didn't have to. I didn't have to go through the conversation with myself that I had in the video that Catfish saw. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Is, is it a muskie? I don't know. It's pretty small. Maybe it's a baby muskie. No, it can't be." So I knew this time, no doubt about it. And guess what he caught him on, Stevie? Uh, Castmaster, uh, colored whopper popper, Ned Rig, Ned Rig. All right, it had to be uh, one of the three. <laughs> but, but you're going to find out. Stevie switched up Whopper Plopper colors. Honestly. Oh, you'll find that out later. Uh, let me, yeah, let me guess. 
Blue. Bluegill. Boom. <laughs> Boom. Nailed it. Nailed it. Is that I what only, you caught that big bass on? Yeah. I only fish three colors of whopper plopper. Bluegill. Whatever's on sale. Bluegill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, whatever they didn't sell that the, good that season. Whatever's left over in the sale bin. Uh, mm-hmm. But the other thing I am really excited about, although I don't have an opportunity to hunt anywhere in Maryland, that the season's already open. I don't hunt southeast Pennsylvania where the season's either open or about to. It should be opening the day after this airs. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm or not clo- sure that that got, area ever closes. We got a minimum of like two and a half weeks till I can be can, in a stand. Can you believe that, though? But like, I... I'm dialed in. I made a few adjustments when we were at 717 the other week, and mm-hmm. I was able to shoot twice this week and double-check the broadheads. You know the target that Will likes to shoot into? Yeah. yeah, yeah that that one. one that's designed for broadheads? Oh, okay. <laughs> I was able to bust out the broadheads and take a few shots into that, and oh, I'm nice. dialed in out to 50 yards with my broadheads. Shut I your mouth. Nice. I wouldn't take a shot at that distance, but just having that confidence yeah, yeah. means when I see that deer at eight yards, it's a chip shot. I'm so yeah. proud of you. I told you straightening your arm would do you better. Yep, that's what I did. Lock that elbow out. <laughs> Tighten her up, bud. <laughs> I happened to hear the last part of one of the podcasts and it slipped oh, it in there. Well, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Actually, <laughs> actually, the 717 guys took an inch out of my draw length. Oh, I heard about it. And, I heard that one. And I... What happened? I've been I, telling you that for a long I've time. I've been practicing, and it, it, things have not changed since 717, guys. That's oh, awesome. Nice. I have, I'm full of confidence as far as the bow. Now, the next two weeks, I'm going to sit in a chair and shoot. Well, that's good to practice. If you're going to shoot from a chair, shoot out of a chair. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah. And you're blind. You know, we sit in a... Yeah, in we a, sit in chairs, in and chairs, I don't yeah. want to be the first time I have to do that. That's a smart idea. And make Makes sure sense. you're shooting your broadheads. And shoot one of your broadheads. Shoot it a couple times. Should I use the dummy broadhead? What kind of broadhead you shoot? It depends. I tape my broadhead shut. So. I, I use a uh, mechanical broadhead. Did the package come with a practice blade? Yes, it did. You can use that. Yeah, it, yeah. It's It'll be fine. You uh, shouldn't have any problems at all with that. Thanks, Stevie. Stevie's been doing that, it for years. That makes me feel ten times better. You know, it's one thing when catfish and then Ryan chimes in on it, but I can as long as I would concur with once there. I hear from Stevie Miser. You're gonna sleep easy tonight. Bowmaster. Stevie Robin Thank Hood goodness. Miser. Another How many nickname. nicknames? Yeah, how many oh, has gotten Keep some serious nicknames? Be- I, I have to I have to ask. Go ahead. Um, and before we get into the main, the meat of the, main the current, feature. into the strongest, the deeper current, um, guys, I have two fawn yearlings that I've been noticing daily in my backyard. One does not have spots, and one still does. Are they? Did we're, how late? Were yeah, man, they'll these? taste good. Don't worry. Like they will I, be. not It'll be good. Oh, I know they will be good. It's like veal. But I saw one with spots the other night coming but home. It's, is that it's not normal? A, it's not abnormal. It's not. Okay. It's a super wet year. Rut was late last year. And it's yep. not a normal. Thank you, because I am the novice hunter, and I, I'd like to. And we should. Talk I feel about that, that rut was later last year. Yeah, and then it was. Like, they and can get bred on that second rut. And really, what that is is. The does, the adult does, mm-hmm. are going to be the first ones to come into estrus. They get bred. That's what everybody, I'm using air quotes that nobody can see right now, but that's what they call the rut. What happens is those yearlings that were born in the spring of that year 
will actually come into estrus, but it's generally later in the year. So that's what they refer to as the second rut. Super so late, your, yeah. your later fawns are from the previous year's fawns that got bred late in the season. Mm-hmm. So, so if basically a year old doe can be bred a nine month. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wow. And that's, that's how quick they come into. Wow. Yeah. It's a testimony to the species. I heard that. Well, and, and I always find this fascinating that um, a doe can be bred to multiple bucks. So she can have, say, three fawns. All the different daddies. All the different ones. Mm-hmm. The, I always, that's always. That, how that how do I've they heard. handle that down at the department? Of- <laughs> <laughs> the game commission really scratches Listen, their heads. Fawn, on how to fawn and youth services. <laughs> Listen, Father's Day is really confusing in the woods. Yeah. How, All right. How can you. one doe Thanks. have three fawns to three different bucks in the same year? You need to contact your biologist. What's yeah. What's even more really? interesting is you know that Stevie, that can happen. It's been documented. Yeah. Um, a doe can have triplets. Yes, in the oh, same oh, absolutely. season. Or quads, even I've probably. Wow. I don't know about. I, I don't know that I've seen well, maybe too we much of that. Get too but, deep into this. Well, no, but um, what I find interesting is the gestation period of all three. While they were bred at different times, yeah. they're all being birthed the right. same day. So. Yeah. And that could be yeah. over a couple days stretch, which yeah. is why typically the youngest one don't make it. Okay, not all, especially if they're born as late as they That's, are now, yeah. and we have an That's early winter. Yep. They're not prepared. I'd love to learn more about that because I. That's. Uh, well, you should have went to school to be a biologist, Steve. I, get, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, maybe. Spe- but maybe speaking of prepared, yeah, Buck, I've been prepared for the last two weeks. There it for is. What? What's about to unfold? Uh, what is about? What to a unfold. segue! And that is, I've been prepared to hear Catfish's vacation. We, story. we haven't heard from him in two weeks. No, we right? have. I've missed him. I've missed his voice. He got out of his truck tonight, and there was conversation of, did he get sexier? He did. I think he did. He did. It's that Barbados sun. Dude, tan. you look so good, brother. <laughs> How was it? Good it's about to have the tannest you. I've been in my oh, life. You look glorious. Right yeah, now, it's man. good like beard's you coming back. back in. Adonis of the Caribbean. It looks like it's coming in a little thicker too. It is. It's got a different shape to it. It's coming in a little whiter in places. I keep hearing, but it's all right. I'm I didn't say that, but all right, bud. Let's just cut right to it. Cut right to the silverback. Oh man, vacation time. Mm-hmm. It's always fun when Lacey takes me on vacation. <laughs> Lacey plans it. We've known from past history that that was, always doesn't go as planned. What was the last vacation that Lacey planned for you? Lacey planned a vacation in the island of Roatan, Honduras. Huh. She rented a house. Gorgeous. On, yeah, rented Gorgeous. a house on a what, private What episode beach. was that talked about in? That was called our two summer vacation. So look that it up for way, all that chaos. That's probably, that probably one of my top ago. five. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a great episode. That's, top five episodes. That went such a good perfectly story. as planned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which, if you guys just pause this episode now, go back, listen to that one, and you'll see why. We're all as excited as we are to hear how this one went. Oh, well, let, God bless Lacey's heart. She overplans. She oh, overanalyzes. She's got notepads. You got your itinerary pan- ready to go. No, I'm talking folders and backpacks full of <laughs> oh, looking man. up beaches, reading about beaches, looking up excursions, looking up private excursions, looking up the size of the motor on the boat, where the cabin should be, <laughs> like what the what the cumulus clouds are doing over, you know, Puerto Rico and this time of year. Like she she talks about it constantly and then she comes to me and says, I want to do this, 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 and this, and then 
like my gut instinct from archery hunting goes, all right, that sounds all right. That's, yeah, that sounds good. And then I yeah. go, no, something about that don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. And I never win. And she goes, it'll be all right. Same as Rotan. And I don't. I, you said, all right. Did you just say, and I never win? And I never so, win. Okay. That's yeah. what I thought you said. <laughs> yeah. We all, we all have to admit that once I'm in a while. I'm familiar. Mm. Yeah. So the, the whole trip started out rough. Like, and I'm sure she probably don't want me to tell the whole world, but we didn't even leave the house. We left the house. We didn't make it through Hanover. I get down through Hanover, and we got tons of time. We leave early. We got five hours to make it to Baltimore, you know, or something to get on a plane. I got tons of time. And I get down, and I got one guy. You know, going down through Hanover, right there at Sheets, as you turn right, right to go to Tractor Supply, oh, it's two it. lanes, yeah. there's yep. a box truck in the left. Now, if I don't get in front of him soon, i got to go the whole way through Hanover, You're the whole way through the traffic. through downtown with him. Uh, yes, so i got to get by one guy, and he's in the right lane, riding right beside the box truck, five oh, miles an hour, man. under, uh, like way under, so... What time of day was this? Five minutes after daylight. <laughs> it's perfect. Early. Top um, of the morning. God oh, bless good. his heart. He pulled over and I kept going. Um, nevertheless, that ended up in a full-blown pre-vacation argument. Of uh, yeah. We drive down to BWI and what happens? Both A and B long-term parking lots are closed. There's zero spots, and I'm driving up the fence line, and I'm looking at Lace going, there's one right there. There's one right there. I can see open spots. So what I pulled right up to the gate, and Lacey's like, just please don't. I'm like, listen, lady, there's two right there. I can see them from here. Do you want my binoculars? And she's like, no, they're closed. I can't let one in at a time. Was where am I supposed to park? She said, go park in a daily parking for 15 bucks a day. Yeah, instead of eight. Yeah. Whatever, I'm on vacation, so we roll. We we get down, we find that place, and we get on the seventh floor and park. And I get out and realize that somehow now I pack the truck, fifty pound bags at Southwest apiece. You know, I have one check bag. Lacey has two. All of a sudden, we get out of the truck, and I'm dragging stuff to the bus that takes us to the airport, the little shuttle bus, and the bags multiply. Now I have two check bags, and one wasn't mine. So I'm dragging three 50-pound bags, and I don't know where the other one came from, how she got it in the truck. and how she, So I don't even know what's in it, regardless. Shoes. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's my guess. Find out later. We get to the bus, and uh, you know, it wasn't a long wait. Run the yellow, get in the bus, and it takes us to the airport. And we, the really cool thing with BWI, I don't know if they're all like this, is they have the outside curb check in. You yeah. just walk up. There's hundreds of people inside trying to get their tickets, and I just walk up to this guy outside, give him five bucks. He does everything for you. They take your bags and give you your their boarding pass, everything right outside, and then you walk in. You got nothing in your hands, but you know, uh, they just go through security. Mm -hmm. Yep. People don't realize that. That's what the little counter is for outside. It's not information. So check that out. When we get inside, security wasn't horribly long, but uh, once again, I just happened to get right behind the guy. Do you remember the guy? What's the guy's name from uh, X Men? The the Xavier uh, wheelchair fellow. Professor. Oh yeah. Sweatpants people. I'm in a wheelchair. No, I ain't picking on him. My father's in a wheelchair. Full suit, shiny shoes, briefcase, another thing, oh, just sitting on his lap. Yeah. Must have had eight necklaces on. 
and I just happen to get behind him, and they wheel him up in front of me, and he gets to go through the thing. Dude, they give this guy a full-body pat-down right in front of me, and I got to wait. I'm going sweatpants, people, like comfortable shorts, T-shirt, something that don't have no metal in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know where he was going, but apparently he wanted to be ready when he got there. So <laughs> uh, I don't know how long it took him to get through, but they finally let me through the little x-ray screen. Yeah, that, uh, that TSA pre-boarding or whatever it is. The, like, the, like Leanna does. That thing's awesome. It's worth it. Yeah, thanks for telling me now. Sorry, bud. DK. Where were you on that one, bud? Yeah. I just thought of it. I mean, I don't know if it's... It must be because I worked in x-ray, but I walked in a little x-ray thing, and you put your hands up in the air, and a thing spins around you, and the, the, yeah. either the guy gives you a dirty look, or the other girl on the other side opens giggles. her eyes real big, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> What the... I'm like, I, yeah. That's a, I'm hiding Whopper Puffers. <laughs> 190s. Mm. But uh, long story short, we get through Baltimore. It's not a big deal. Uh, we wait. We get on the plane. You know, it's technically it's actually only a three and a half hour flight from BWI to Puerto Rico. Get so out. we fly into Puerto Rico. That's it's not, not a long bad. flight. So technically, Lacey gets us down there a day early. Nice. You know, Lacey's planning this thing, so you know we're gonna get this really nice, amazing hotel on the beach somewhere in Puerto Rico and you're gonna spend the night before we get on this cruise boat. What is that? Uh, Old San Juan. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. That, yep. That's the, the name of the city. Yes. And the, the so it's a pretty cool city. It is. And like so we get to the hotel. It's only like twelve bucks to go over there. We walk in this hotel and already I looked at Lace and went, Dude, can we afford this joint? Because it's like it's it's it. Yeah. Like it has yeah. a casino in the lobby, a full blown table games nice. casino in the lobby. Cool. With, Did you have to wear pants to go in that casino? I don't believe I had pants when, on. No, I got a swimsuit. I had when, a swimsuit on when, when I went. We were, when I was in Puerto Rico at one time, <laughs> and we tried to go in a casino, and we all had shorts on, we got kicked right out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real quick. I was because you were wearing shorts the shorts on. on your head, bud. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no. Coming off the nude beach, what can you do? <laughs> I had wet mossy oak swim shorts on. I went in, and they didn't care. <laughs> they were cool. Yeah. You were wearing those hot pants. <laughs> Spanx. <laughs> Deaky and his Spanx. You know it. We get up to the seventh floor, and there's a balcony, and we walk out, and I realize for the first time that I'm on vacation because I don't like flying. And the the, yeah. the view was fantastic. The beach, and we could overlook the pool, and uh, the room was great. So we get down to the beach, and I realize that Puerto Rico has two types of people on the beach, drunks and really beautiful people. Like, it's... So oh. I fit into two of those I was categories. Say, exactly. that sounds like an afternoon at Buck's house. I found one guy that was from, who knows, Louisiana or someplace that <laughs> come up, talk to us. He was tanked yeah. walking around. He was funny. He wanted to know all about Rutten River and what he said. I want to know all about Rut. Rut River. Rut River. Rut River. Oh, Rut River. Oh, the guy that sent us the video. Rut River's yeah. pursuit. Yeah, he wanted to be on video. So anyhow, we went swimming chilled on the beach had a drink laid in hammocks it was a gorgeous night yeah you know uh we had dinner there on the beach this sounds nothing like your first night in honduras no it wasn't <laughs> it was actually relaxing uh, yeah the next we we spend a night we get a good night's sleep we spend a night in the taxi driver we had like two hours to burn first of all and they wanted to take my backpack with all my gopro gear and all my camera gear and they're like mm-hmm. oh yeah we'll keep it safe we'll put it behind the counter but now we're so i have to wear that everywhere has all my money and my wallet in it. And anyhow, so the cab driver takes us to the cruise boat the next day. Lacey has the great idea that we'll get on the cruise boat because we board from 3 to 3.30. 
and then we'll get back off the boat and run a couple blocks through Puerto Rico to a CVS that she found on Google Maps yeah. to grab all my monsters and Coke because it's cheaper, Coca-Cola, to come back onto the cruise boat because yeah. you're allowed to take a 12-pack of each. And I thought that that was a really horrible idea because <laughs> when we got on the cruise boat, finally got on the cruise boat, which yeah. was like through drug dogs and a bunch of people uh, that don't speak English, we finally got on this boat. We got back off the boat like two hours later, and uh, the walk to CVS was from our room must have been three miles. And I didn't want to carry two cases of anything with me in the Puerto Rican heat Yeah, back to the cruise boat. But, unfortunately, they did have Monster, so it was a must. And Monster down there was a buck a can. I don't know why it was cheaper than back oh. here, but I want to move to at least around that CVS. It was a <laughs> wow, dollar a yeah. can for good Monster. That's now, they didn't nice have my deal. orange one, but they had the white ones. And... But that was gorgeous. Like, it's in a big marina. So, you know, we had a nice walk down to CVS. We did have to get down one alley that was a little sketchy. I wasn't 100% sure of it. But, you know, nobody took my Monster, so it wasn't horrible. Um, so long story short, we jump on the cruise boat and, uh, the first night, the last cruise we went on, we were dead tired. Same thing here. We go up. I'm not even sure I want to go to dinner. Just want to chill, walk around, check the boat out. We did go to dinner and they put us at a table with 12 people, oh, 12, wow. let me rephrase it. 12 place settings. Strangers. Yes. But guess who was not at my table? Lacey. Nobody. <laughs> when you first walk into this giant dining hall, it's me and Lacey and like nine empty seats. And everybody that walks in either thinks like nobody wants to sit with them. Yeah. Or, or you're waiting on somebody. Or you're waiting on somebody. Yeah. That happened the first two nights. Like, <laughs> And Lacey likes to dress up, so I felt really horrible for her. Like, they didn't put anybody at our table. So, uh I don't know. So let's see. I don't even remember. I got off track. So on the way to the cruise boat, let's talk. Let's talk about that, Raphael. Let me tell you about Puerto Rican cab drivers. Mm-hmm. We get in a bus has no AC. Oh, it's hot. And people have their arms hanging up. Oh yeah, he he doesn't yeah. lift fifty pound bags real well. By the way, so you have to help him. So Raphael is very cool. Speaks very little English, but you drive on the wrong side of the road first of all. Yeah, and he's in this little like oh, they're like a they're like a Mercedes bus or like a they do? looks like a Wait. looks like a bus like a punch bug bus type of taxi. Okay, there's a line to this cruise boat six miles through the city, and the curbs are higher than our curbs. This guy ran over two curbs, <laughs> and he kept pulling out into traffic because, like, the cruise boat terminal was so hard to get to out on this peninsula. He would pass. I'm not kidding you. He would come out, and now the other lane's coming the other way. When yeah. nobody was coming, he would pass anywhere from six to ten cars <laughs> and then force his way back into traffic where if you didn't let him in, he was running into you. And then the whole time, like, he has a little tiny American flag hanging up front yeah. and a picture of Jesus over... <laughs> Over for like he the, needs it. Over he the uh, Mount Al, Mount Our Gate. I oh need Jesus, Muhammad, Krishna, 
and throw a few more gods in there just to be safe. Here's a crazy uh, thing. Like, did he give like a warning <laughs> beep? No. No. He just pulls out, zips as far as he possibly can <laughs> to another car's coming, and then ducks back in, and that car can't oh, come any further until they let him in. Oh, so he causes oh, traffic jam. Nice. He saved us two hours on our trip to the boat. Oh, I can believe yeah. it. But it once took, we like, took ten life, three, ten, years. Yeah, <laughs> three years of your life is gone, just flash before you. There's no lights. There's traffic in every direction backed up. There's no lights. So it's, you know, first come, first serve, almost mm-hmm. like our crossroads. Mm-hmm. But these are where there should be lights. And there's cops standing in places that they should be directing traffic, but they're not. They're down two blocks checking their phone. It doesn't matter if there was a cop or not. Raphael was flying by cops. So oh, wow. picture this. We're going down a road. And if you, if you have to make a U-turn and then a dog leg left to go up a road and it wasn't meant to be that way, he would make a U-turn, dog leg left, go up over the curb with this little van <laughs> and go, I'm not kidding you, we went up two one-way streets to get to where we needed to be. So I love you, Raphael, because literally our seven-hour trip that it would have taken in traffic, could have walked it if I didn't have the extra 50-pound bag. Yeah. He literally cut hours off our trip <laughs> from just being a crazy, crazy wow. taxi. And you know what I did? Wow. I looked right at Lacey and I said, Hanover don't seem so bad now, does it? <laughs> Good for you. Uh, you could have Raphael. There was yeah. no AC, and it was hot. Like, it was hot. Like, Jesus' face was sweating in the picture. I don't know cars came with no AC do, anymore. They do, but they're broken everywhere down there. That's all they They run them. Oh. Like, they just leave them on and run them because the car would melt. It's Puerto I, Rico. I, did Raphael have three brothers? I don't, yeah. Michelangelo. He was a Ninja Turtle. Leonardo. That's what you're doing? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, Buck. He might have. I would say the most frustrating. The way he drove, I'm questioning. The most frustrating part of our cruise boat oh, yeah, was the first sick. night. They have what's called a mustard drill. I remember this before. Everybody goes to a designated area. They throw a life jacket on you. They tell you, that's your lifeboat. If something happens, we call you overhead. You come down here. We throw you on a lifeboat. Nope, not this one. This one, they put us in the the diamond. It was a room full of diamonds. I'm not kidding you. Hang what? on. It was the Diamond Nightclub. Oh, man. It was the only place Sounds on nice. the boat. It does sound nice. It's the only place on the boat you could smoke, and it was like the cigar smoking area. Okay. So when you put 300 people in this room to give them their mustard drill, 300 people are complaining both in English and in Spanish about the cigarette smell, uh, and all I want is a cigarette because <laughs> you're not allowed, cause I'm allowed to smoke in there during the mustard drill. It was, I'm not kidding you, they, they usually take 15 minutes. This was an hour-long speech about safety and how to Holy put a buckets. life jacket on. <laughs> they kept getting interrupted, and I'm like, I know how to use a life jacket. I'm out of here. And they're like, no, no, you have to stay. So once they got through it, I'm not kidding, it was like an hour-long talk. Then they talked about timeshares. No. <laughs> they did the whole thing again, and you had to wait in Spanish. Uh. <laughs> No me digas. Uh, <laughs> if you have a sentence that's 10 words in English and then you say it in Spanish, it's 30. 45 words. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. It's so much longer. That's not what I thought you were going to tell me when you were going to start complaining about the mustard drill. I thought for sure you're going to be like, so there I was with my sausage. And I'm like, <laughs> where's the, where's I the thought mustard? We are going to have mustard down here. <laughs> no, it's not at all. <laughs> what well, just so happens that we sat in this little couch area too. My luck, this guy comes walking by. He's like, is anybody sitting here? I'm like, no, absolutely, man. Go ahead. This guy has a hat on, like a straw yeah. hat. Had 38 pins on it. 
this is his 39th cruise and he oh, had to no. tell me about oh, all 38 no. other ones uh, while we sat there and his wife was so corns, bored and the corns on his feet and his side no no just problem. just cruising and how he's a right. gold member and yeah oh man he was he was the guy Wow. That you tried to avoid on the boat the rest of the week. Yeah. And his wife was so bored. She was laying on his lap, sleeping with her mouth open, catching flies, and he wouldn't stop talking. Even Lacey at one point wasn't even paying attention to him anymore, looking the opposite oh, direction at the little Spanish kid that was screaming. She found that much more intriguing. So, all right. So we get on. Let's go. So we take off. We leave. This boat is older. It's built in the 90s, so it's tall, it's skinny, and it, it's faster, but it rocks. That sounds like the Stevie Miser boat. It is. I've never been on a cruise boat that rocked back and forth where you can see the water moving. Ooh. But this boat does it because it's an older boat. Yeah. And uh, when you walk down the hall, you kind of walk from one end to the other. And the only time that that's good is when a hot chick's coming the other direction. You kind of hope that you just go. I'm sorry. (laughs) That never happened to me. (laughs) (laughs) So the only time it's good, that never happened. So I've heard. (laughs) So we get, we get, we go to all these islands. We go to St. Thomas. And St. Thomas was, like, people tell me how beautiful it is. I find it extremely scary. I can walk through the woods, chase bears away from our coolers and my underwear. Don't bother me. But St. Thomas walking around and, like, I had full riot gear on. I've still been afraid. I, I, no, I didn't like really? St. Thomas. It was very scary. What was it? What was the... It, it was just... I think because of the fact, too, that it was hit with hurricanes, roofs missing, windows uh, missing, uh, lots of spray paint everywhere. Yeah, people were yeah. kind of needy. Um, I don't think that it probably always was like that. Oh, okay. Deke, but it was. St. Thomas a U.S. territory? Uh, I think it's a Dutch. Or British. Or is that the one that's half Dutch and half French? No, that's St. Martin. Oh, okay. We'll get to that. I don't know saints. There's a lot of St. I know there's a, a town on St. Thomas called Hell. Hell, St. Thomas. Are you sure you weren't there? My wife and kids were in Hell, St. Thomas. No kidding. And I have a t-shirt that says I've been uh, Hell Fire Department. And it's an actual fire department t-shirt. Huh. Well, we, That's well, clever. Get right out of town. <laughs> no, but I'll wear it next week. Lacey did all, all the research for this. So everywhere we go, she's like, we'll save money not get a, on a cruise boat. You're like, we'll just rent a taxi and go to all these places I found. Okay. Oh I'm up for it, whatever you say. I didn't have any bad feeling about St. Thomas. And other than the scary cab ride, I mean, it wasn't horrible. We went to this place called, uh, it was a very small place called Secret Beach, Secret Harbor. And okay. nobody, on, nobody talked about it. Nobody ever it talked about it. <laughs> even, even the guy that had like 38 cruises that had been on this cruise four times had never even heard of it. Unfortunately, it's a secret. It was a secret. Unfortunately, during the mustard drill, it was the next day. He's like, what are you guys doing tomorrow? Well, Secret Harbor. Secret no longer. Oh, dear God. Guess who followed me to Secret Harbor? Uh, we got there. This is a gorgeous he's beach. He's standing there waving. Hey, Catfish, hey, how you doing? And it's speedo. I got a special pin here. Oh, <laughs> Speedo. Most beautiful, <laughs> serene beach in the middle of nowhere, uh, surrounded by mountains, no waves, just crystal clear water, and we're yeah. sitting there. Eight people on this beach. It's 200 yards long. What? We, we, nice. we, we're chilling under like this this tree that gives a shade. There's iguanas running everywhere. Oh, man. It's, it's very quiet. Very, And then here comes this guy with all them pins on his hat. You said this was amazing. 
Oh, blah, 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 blah. I mean, he never, he motored, he never stopped. No, I had to, I, we, I almost moved to another tree. The only thing that I did do was later go up because we snuck down there when mm-hmm. nobody was looking. It was like the private beach resort. Mm-hmm. And I went back up. I'm like, dude, I think that guy's from the cruise boat. And the guy did come down and make him move back to the other <laughs> side of the beach. He's like, how did you get down there? I'm like, I didn't get my carnival towel out, man. That's the secret. They don't know if you're not from the resort if you don't get that towel That's out. That's true. So I remember that. The snorkeling was top notch there. Point saw taken. all kinds of cuttlefish, and I saw a lobster there in the rocks that I tried to get, but he was too far down. Like his his antennas were sticking out, and I'm like, oh, I can grab yeah. him. Yeah. And I tried so hard, I'd swim down so far, and I'd be like, no, I need a cigarette. I gotta go back up. <laughs> <laughs> My ear was popping. Does it seem like like I went snorkeling in the Caribbean years ago? But what I remember was the deep. It felt like the water was heavier, or like the pressure was more swimming in there than it was, you know, just swimming in a lake or a swimming pool. It, well, remember when I went down to cut the anchor rope? Yeah, it was like twelve feet. Yeah. 12 I don't know what it is but 12 or 15 feet there does feel different I don't know if it's is south it, of the equator or whatever say, it is it because you're near the equator and there was a lot of pressure in my bad ear a lot there of pressure was, if I, I would have went down it would have caused well, me well can't you float better down there because it's higher salt content well Lacey and I wear life jackets yeah. and Lake Mead to swim out to the buoys and, and uh, bottle fish yeah Lacey doesn't look up when she's snorkeling I have to scream at her and like throw rocks at her because she'll just swim in one direction and she's like halfway to Cuba. I'm like, stop and <laughs> like look around sometimes where you're at because there's buoys and then there's boats flying in and yachts and sailboats and she's she's gone. She swims right past it and she just she just goes and goes and goes and she'll like turn around. She, I'm telling you, at one point she was like 300 yards offshore. Oh, jeez. Um, like three football fields. And now there's still a shoreline going up the other side, but still it's yeah. going... You're in 15, 25 feet of water, no life jacket on, and you can snorkel fine. You jump off the dock at Lake Mead, and you're six feet out with no snorkel gear on, and you panic with no life jacket. (laughs) So it's very buoyant, maybe. I don't know. Plus, all the cruise boat food makes you fat, so you're just like a walrus (laughs) floating in the water. That's more buoyant. There's definitely some of that. But I think like the pressure thing, like you're saying, I think some of it's, it's mental. I think if, you're, if you're 12 foot deep in Lake Mead I can't see and you can only see a foot, if that, on a good day, versus 12 foot deep in that crystal clear water, right? next thing you know, you're 30 foot deep. Yeah. So it, mm. it, We were snorkeling in 20, 30 feet of water and you could see the fish on the bottom. Yeah. It was that crystal clear. That's awesome. So I think you end up diving and you're a lot deeper than what you really think you are. We'll and that's get our that best guys on it. We're going to have so to like 20 looks like 40. I think we all it go really back. 40. I'm ready. And, uh, I'll bring a tape measure. I'm seasoned now. <laughs> I already know I'm going to St. Lucia with catfish. When you we get, haven't when even you, gotten there, but I I'm going to hell with all you guys. <laughs> yeah. When you get off these ports, off all we these cruise boats, take your mom. We can. They have like these shopping centers, these port centers where you can buy duty free stuff and you know, no duty taxes, free. no duty alcohol free. is very cheap, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So the next day, like we leave, we go back to this, and the, like there's the roads are destroyed, there's potholes, they're, they're undercut. And the, so the roads there in St. Thomas were pretty bad, yeah. But the next day, we go to this island, and don't get it confused with the Dominican Republic. It's not. It's called Dominica. It's its own island. Oh, okay. It's where they filmed a lot of the Pirates of the Caribbean because oh, it's no way. they call it the the Nature Island. It's like ninety percent unbuilt on. Oh, nice. Um, I don't even know how they got the cruise boat like parked at it. But when you get off, there was like six big white tents, 
and that was the shopping center, and that was it, like tent shopping, like open air market type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it, like a bazaar. Yeah. So it was pretty strange. Unfortunately, it was horrible. <laughs> you ever I like seen what you did there, bud? Ever seen like uh, a horror film with like ladies all contorted and crooked, and her like heads laying on her shoulder? So when yeah. we got off the boat, I felt bad. This lady's farm was destroyed by the hurricane. I asked yeah. around. She's sitting up against the wall because that was the only shade going right over her head, like sitting up against the the barrier wall to the water. And she had a couple kids' toys sitting there trying mm-hmm. to sell them for money. And she must have been, I'm not kidding you, she looked 200 years old with glaucoma. And she was so contorted and beat up and, like, flies were on her. And I just went, my heart broke. Before we went anywhere, I told Lacey, I said, i, I got I to gotta go talk to her. I walked over and I gave her, like, 20 bucks. I said, honey, I, I don't know how, to, can I get you some water? So we went over and, like, I had a whole cruise boat full of water. Yeah. But, like, you know, I didn't want to go back on the boat. We went over. Some guy sitting right there seeing me. I'm like, dude, can I have one of them waters for her, please? Because she looks really bad. Can I have one of them waters? Yeah, eight bucks. Eight bucks? Eight bucks for a bottle of water. He saw me coming. I'd punch him in the mouth. And I didn't have change. So I gave him a 10. I'm like, you have change? He's like, yeah, hold on. And he took so long. And I'm like, you know what? Keep it. So I went over and I gave this poor lady like a bottle of water and I sat with her. I gave her a big hug and I told her I loved her and I'd asked her a story. They called her Graham. She spoke some good, pretty decent English. Her farm was destroyed over 30 miles away and she asks multiple people for help to get to the cruise boat when it comes in to sell like her kids and grandkids toys to help her family. Oh, wow. And to watch the struggle of this lady to sit in 100 degree heat in the only shade that anybody would let her, all them tents... Only like sit on the ground all day made me really feel like a really horrible person knowing that I just ate this huge breakfast and watched all these people yeah. throw all this food out because yeah. they got too much. And I got off the boat and just it hit me really hard that I'm on vacation, but it's real in other countries. Yeah. Like it, some of these people don't have what we have. Um, so to be able to help her really helped me through the day of Dominica because Dominica was a rough country. Hmm. They fight with their government, so they don't help them rebuild. The, the windows and roofs missing, the houses that were flattened were still like that when we got there. You, it looked like a hurricane just went through. Oh. Was it Hurricane Mara, 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 Mara whatever? Last That's, year, the yeah. big one, it, it, it destroyed this island. So the cruise boat's like their na- number one way of making money. There's people down there everywhere trying to get money. But So once again, Lacey planned this day. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was hot a- a- AF. <laughs> And uh, there was goats and chickens and stray dogs everywhere. And, uh, you know, this we jumped the taxi. The guy charged us 28 bucks for this taxi. And this taxi went through town, like parts of towns where the the roads were washed out, where I was like the car was going to flip over the hill because they don't fix them, like washed out. Lacey wanted to go to a place called Champagne Reef. It's an underwater volcano that you snorkel out like 100 yards offshore, and there's like hot bubbles coming out of the ground from the volcano. Oh, boy. She read about it online. Also, I read about it online, and it said it's extremely, extremely dangerous to swim there. The beach has jagged, sharp rocks, so wear shoes, <laughs> and the current's really heavy, so you can get washed out. She didn't Sign read all me that. Up. Yeah. So I made her wear a life jacket knowing I was a better swimmer. 
like an hour car ride through places that I really thought that we were being stolen. Like I was even getting sketched going, I was afraid they're going to steal you, but I think they're stealing us both. We're going someplace. <laughs> not good. Good was, news is we're going together. It was bad when the signs had like the goats had signs on you going, don't do it. Like <laughs> <laughs> the, next, the next, next goat says, turn around. Yeah. <laughs> but we get to this place and the cab right driver, now. the cab, I told the cab driver, how do we get back? How long are you going to be? I said, I don't know, like two, three hours. You give me 20 bucks, I wait for you here. I went, yes, please do. If you sit here and wait for me, I'll give you money because I don't, there's no cab driver coming out this dirt road right? uh, forever. So online, there's like a cargo container where you can buy lunch on like on, on this uh, Champagne Reef Beach. Mm-hmm. And we get there and there's a lady with an umbrella with a fold-out table and the cargo container and like the building around it is shattered. And she's telling us her story of how you know, like when we found it on Google, it was pre-hurricane, you know, like pictures yeah. of it. And it's, she sells water and sodas and life jackets and rents flippers because she has no money. And it was, a, it was an island fraught with a lot of heartache when we got there. But uh, the jagged, the jagged hike out, uh, the really hard swim out, I found out real quick that even I needed a life jacket. It was a hard swim. I had to quit. Uh, but we did get out and get some GoPro and sell the bubbles. Oh, the water was it. fairly cold there on that side of the island, but swimming through the bubbles was hot, like almost burning you. <laughs> the volcanic bubbles coming up, and it was—it was like millions of champagne bubbles coming up. Like tiny. This little, is an odd. Yeah. This is an odd Fizzy. question, but could you smell like the say, sulfur yeah. smell from like farts? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting to like be around. Yeah, it was it was pretty intense. But it's interesting that you say that because I've heard the theories about like the Bermuda Triangle is boats will come over areas with a bunch of those bubbles, and because it, it's they air, that's how they sink hmm. so quickly because they're not buoyant anymore because it's a boat trying to float on. It's air. weird you say that because I had such trouble. I thought I was going to drown. I actually quit. I freaked out and told Lacey I have to swim back. Because and it wasn't as much water. as the current as I almost felt like I was being dragged down by something weird. You you don't have enough water. There's more air than our not. I yeah. mean, I could I couldn't gas. swim in it. I, I felt like the, I, the density of water was less than because of well, all the air, oxygen of all the air, or non the gas is yeah. whatever you want to call it, and it was, you know. And that's why boats sink in the can sink in the Bermuda Triangle, and for that very reason, yeah, uh, that is all so this superstition. All they needed was Bucky. Well, yeah, huh. Jeez. it was pretty wild. And a documentary somewhere in my lifetime. So we left. We left the Champagne Bubble area, you know, and went back, and we jumped on the boat. Next place we went to was Barbados. By far my favorite. Absolutely. Ooh. I remember Excuse you saying that in some of the, some of the messages we got when you got back. Absolutely, cool. the most beautiful water, the most beautiful white sand beaches, the most beautiful people. The island itself was totally perfect. No hurricane damage. They don't, the government fixed everything with a little little gut. The cab drivers wore white shirts and slacks. They rode on the right side of the road. Yeah. Unfortunately, Lacey did a lot of research, and we went to like another beach on the south side of the island and didn't do her research properly because we were the only two when we got there. I mean, the the white sand wasn't even hot, and it was hot out. It felt like flour and looked like flour on your feet. Really? And it never got hot. The water was warm. You could see through it. There's fish everywhere. It's beautiful. Hmm. We got down to the water and got in, and I realized something wrong. Me and Lacey were the only two with clothes on. She didn't do her research well Uh, enough. uh, 
And we so were, you remedied that problem? No. Nah. Well, that's... <laughs> I just... The buffet didn't make me super attractive as Barbados. <laughs> so out of all the places we went, I would have to say that the people in Barbados are the most beautiful people and... The most naked. The most unattractive people at the same time. So I didn't need to see all that on everybody that was there. Just Probably half of them. A lot yeah. of Europeans, maybe? Oh, uh, no. I, I don't even know. I didn't ask a lot of questions. I took a nap. <laughs> tried to not look around as much. There was monkeys running around. Barbados was super cool. Yeah. They brought you fish tacos out to the beach. Did they? And, yeah, rum punch. And I wish I would have had the Whopper Poppers there because there were some uh-huh. like big, like blue-looking fish that were coming in inches into the water. Oh, nice. Like you could have. I mean, you could have thrown spit on them from how close they were to the beach. You walked out, and they swam around you through your legs. I don't know what they were, but they looked like they were good to eat. Probably were. It was the cleanest island by far. So I got to get to St. Lucia. So St. Lucia, real quick, is probably the closest thing to Roatan that I've ever come to. Oh, no. Uh So Uh Uh-oh. I'm putting my seatbelt on now. And St. Lucia was supposed to be the, like, it is what... The two Python Mountains come out five thousand, three five thousand feet. I forget what it is. Straight out, they're straight up peaks out of the ocean, and it's what's on every postcard of St. Lucia out there. They're the they're the two peak mountains, and in between these two peak mountains is a little tiny half moon shaped beach called Sugar Beach, and it's where all the celebrities go. Like it's the the must see beach of your lifetime huh. to see it. Unfortunately, when you get off the cruise boat, sounds sweet. To get through the mountains, Sugar Beach. It's it's it. To get through the mountains in a taxi takes like three and a half hours through the mountain, twisty turning mountains to get there. Or Lacey hired this guy with a speedboat to get us there in forty five minutes. Oh, I had a weird feeling. I can't say that I didn't. I looked at his boats and I looked at him and something just. It, I don't know. I was looking online before we left and I went. I don't know. It just. I mean, his big claim to fame on his website said we never missed a cruise boat because it wasn't from Carnival. So if you're late, they don't wait for you. You yeah. know, and I'm telling Lace, yeah. I'm like, dude, what happens like if this guy just leaves us there, you know, whatever. She's like, well, there'll be the other people on his boat. All right. So we're getting off the cruise boat, and I can see out the window. I can see this guy in the harbor 500 yards away from the upper deck of the cruise boat as we're getting off. I can see his boat sitting there because yeah. it's a certain color. It sticks out with all these other boats. We get off the boat. 20 minutes early to meet this guy and he's gone they're like oh no he left i'm not gonna say his name uh, let's just say his name is uh spencer oh. yeah let's say his name spencer so we get off and spencer's gone and the guy's like oh yeah I've you never need, liked a spencer you need a taxi or what i'm like no we're trying to find this dude with a with a speedboat he's like oh that whole group left they're down there going i'm like we're 20 minutes early we have to run down to the pier, and we're, like, just getting on. He's like, oh, are you Miss Garvin? We were looking for you. I'm like, yeah, thanks for waiting. So we jump on this boat with, like, 17. I think there were 17 of us, roughly 17 people. Yeah. And so they hired him for a land and sea tour. So they got dropped off about 40 minutes down, and we drove. We, we flew down twin 250s, oh, big nice. boat, you know, speed boat. We flew right by a Sandals that looked amazing, Sandals Resort um, in St. Lucia. But we're flying down, like, 45 minutes down the coast. Absolutely gorgeous. It's a lot like Ireland. St. Lucia's, like, straight up. Yeah. So everything's built on the mountainsides, which makes it tough for the taxis and all to get you anywhere. But as we're flying down through this place, they drop most everybody, almost everybody off on land, and they take them for this land tour of this town or something. I don't know. But then we drove down the beach more, 
20 minutes around the python to that private beach they let us off and we they're like oh yeah we're gonna give you lunch and everything go get a go get a chair up under the up the trees or you know whatever dude it was gorgeous it yeah. was for all intents and purposes it was heaven on earth like it was the water was gorgeous the beach was beautiful everybody was polite and nice some nice young kid come over and made us some like uh leaf animals or something out of some banana leaves i don't know he was super cool um the palm animals the palm animals palm, uh, and he even taught me how to do it i got like some video of that palm coming up. organic origami there you go amazing oh, yeah. lunch they gave us like once again they gave us this uh island rum punch with this uh, like charcoal cooked chicken with i never had before whatever they put on it was pretty amazing some you know rice and noodles like island food Mm -hmm. and we're sitting there and then they come back to the beach jerks the boat comes back to the beach with all them people that took the tour yeah and then the lady asked man lace are you ready i said for what well you have a whole private beach to go to they you know you got a two beach day they got an island and sea tour they got a the land and beach and i went okay so we pack our stuff up Let's after roll. four hours and they take us out around the python up the beach and this is where you get kidnapped yes uh, <laughs> pretty much <laughs> it's just me and her on this speedboat here we go we roll up 20 minutes up the island and they drop us off on a black sands beach i've never seen one the sand was black oh nice what? Volcan- volcanic or i did must have been it was the water was still crystal blue the sand yeah. was black and then they point out this this hotel on the mountain, and it's like rocks and beautiful. And like that's where like you know like Cher and Mariah Carey and P Diddy go. Like that's the most expensive place on the island, and this is the beach they go to, not Sugar Beach. I'm right. like, I thought Sugar Beach was the cool one. They're like, this is it. Like we don't take anybody here. I'm like, just right. then Mick Jagger comes out of the surf. Yeah, and this is thirty dollars <laughs> extra. No, it was we. They drop us off. We go to the beach. I hang out with some of the leaf making kids like everybody was super cool you know of course everybody tries to sell you legal stuff you know because yeah. it's the the celebrity beach so there's everything in the world there that you could possibly oh, yeah. think of so their rum was a little stronger on this beach and so i had a little bit too much of it i was pretty tanked like i was way tanked on this beach i started drinking rum after rum well you're on vacation but oh man good on you here's the worst part we're there for like two hours and it's a pretty snotty beach too i'd have to say like they only take celebs because when we tried oh, to sit snobby in the, beach yeah when okay. we we tried to sit in one of their beach chairs this lady come out and she's like they're 50 dollar chair per hour Woo. i'm like I'll sit on my towel. That's some chair. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What's yeah. the chair do? Yeah, it was rough. Holy cat. So it, this was like the rich beach. I can see why. It was gorgeous. It was yeah. postcard gorgeous. But somehow, you know, we hang out for a while, and then it starts to rain a little bit. And now they must have went and got all these other people, and we're waiting for the boat to come back. Now, we have to be back to the boat in about, we have about an hour and 15 minutes, so we got time, mm-hmm. you know. The boat's pretty fast. It has twin 250 Mercs on it. They're a little bit late getting us back because it started to rain. And I was thinking, well, they don't want to run in this rain. So they're waiting at the beach a little longer. So they don't have to run in the pouring down rain because it rains and goes, rains and goes. Mm -hmm. They come flying up the beach to get us. And me and Lacey jump on the boat. But because it's full now, she has to sit up front and I have to sit in the back Uh and separate us. I'm pretty wasted drunk. Talkative. Yes, I'm very talkative. 
<laughs> and I'm sitting in the back, and I'm sitting with a bunch of strangers, and we take off and leave. Foot loose and fancy free. We may get 200 <laughs> yards offshore, and the boat breaks down. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> Lacey oh, no. just told me when we left, because I said, what if the boat breaks down? She's like, oh, no. It says right here, never missed a cruise boat. It's not a carnival excursion. We get out there, and they're talking in Creole. There's three people on the boat that are other than us. And That's the, not Creole. The little <laughs> tiny driver comes back. Walks over top of everybody, pops this hood off of you know off a two hundred fifty horsepower Mercury, rubs the bottom of it, and his hand comes up just covered in oil. I went oh, and I knew like right away my heart sank because he kept trying to start it, and the red light was coming on, and it was doing a uh, it wouldn't fire up, it wouldn't fire up. We're drifting now out to sea, away from St. Lucia, oh, not for, towards farther sea. away. It's a hundred degrees. I have no cigarettes. My little EV pen was dead on the beach, and there's nothing to drink on this boat but rum. Somebody call Bucky. We need to replace an impeller. <laughs> oh, my God. So I start drinking rum, and he's like, that's refills. I'm like, your boat's broken. I'm drinking all I want. I'm getting in your cooler because there's nothing else to drink. We sat. There's about a half an hour goes by drift. Uh, as he tries to work on this and the girl on the boat's dad who owns the place so she calls spencer and spencer is apparently coming with another boat because this boat ain't starting mm-hmm. 50 minutes adrift and it's so dangerous it's third world country standard so this boat is rocking up and down to where if you would like jump out of it you'd hit your head off the boat oh, yeah they let this young girl jump off the side of the boat in the middle of the ocean with a life when the orange life jackets on to pee in the water because she couldn't wait Nobody look, they said. Nobody look while she pees. I'm going, she's going to get killed. We're rocking back and forth about eight feet. (laughs) And she's going to smash her head off the side of the boat. And then they give these two little tiny people to pick her up and pull her back in the boat. I just want to go, get out of the way. I'll get her. Move. Yeah. Uh, Better yet, get the hell out of the way. Give me a banana peel and a McDonald's (laughs) straw and I'll fix the motor. (laughs) So they they had water and oil fuel separator. And I wanted to splice straight from the gas tank to the motor. Um. And that's exactly what he was doing. He was just burning it up because he was trying to want, run water through it. Yeah. Um, they won't let me work on it. 50 minutes goes by. Do the math. Now we have half the time to get back to the cruise boat but that we need. Drifting. That we're drifting further away from the island. Oh, boy. And I keep asking a girl, so, so is your dad coming? Oh, yeah. And you can see two miles up the shoreline. And you nothing. can see if he's coming. Huh. Just about time that I gave up hope for the fifth time. Here comes a boat around the corner. (laughs) This dude come down and he had a hundred foot tail behind his boat coming. And I went, whatever the hell he's bringing is hauling ass. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. He comes down and he does a U-turn right beside us. This great big, huge Islander black guy that speaks Creole. Uh, Let's call him Spencer. He comes down and does a U-turn and he cracks the front of the boat off of our boat because he comes in too hot. And I went, oh, <laughs> two fiberglass boats. Uh, Whoops. Whoops. And then I look. Third. And then I look and I see it. He comes flying. So we do a C2C transfer, yeah. these big buoys. I went off the boat. I jump up on the side, and I'm helping everybody off the boat. Of course, I'm going to be the last guy off. Yeah. And this little old lady's coming off the boat, and I'm getting her over, and I'm the last guy off, and I sit in the back, and I turn around and see it. Triple 300 Yamahas on the back. What? Nice. Yeah, trip 900 horsepower. Jammies. Oh, 
<laughs> I don't even sit down, and he's gone. If hats are flying off, backpacks are flying around the boat, people are flying out of their seats because we're out in the ocean going 900, 900 horsepower. <laughs> and the front of the boat's coming out of the water, I'm not telling you, it's seven to eight feet sometimes and slamming down. And oh, he, man. Because if he misses our boat, we have, four, we have 40 minutes to make a 45-minute trip. If he misses our boat, then he has to help us get a hotel, fly to St. Kitts the next day because the boat won't wait for you. The cruise boat will not wait no, for you. Yeah. They go. And we're timing this that we're going to be 10 minutes late, not 10 minutes on time because mm-hmm. they, they have a 10-minute window. So the only good thing for us is there's 17 people missing, not two. Yeah. You know? So we're flying back. Let's get let, let's make this a long story short. This boat is moving. The right back motor, right where I'm sitting, starts to smoke and cut out. So we're going 55 miles an hour dragging this motor, and it's got three independent throttles. And he keeps popping this thing back in gear, and it's kicking. And it pops in gear. We're going 66. Pops out. We're going 52. Pop. <laughs> I'm watching the speedometer. We're going 66. Uh, and it's like hitting a gas pedal on a Ferrari every time that motor kicks yeah. back in. And oh. he just he's beating the hell out of it. It uh. would go for 100 yards. And then after a while, after he did it about 50 times, it would go for like 20 yards, and he'd just keep popping mm-hmm. it. So we're about roughly a mile or so. We're by that sandals. We're roughly about a mile or so from the boat and just out of nowhere. No telling us, no nothing. He does a U-turn in the middle of the ocean, starts heading back south, and people are freaking out because everybody's saying we're going to miss the boat. Yeah. We don't have credit cards on us. Nothing. He's out of gas. (gasps) He has to run into port real quick. He has to run like a 1,000 yards into this port, which he made a last-minute decision to run in, get fuel, or run out of gas. Like, miss the boat because you run out of gas, or get gas and maybe make the boat. And people are pissed. Like, they're yelling at him, we're not even paying you. They're like, well, this is ridiculous. Oh, we're out of fuel. I will get you to the boat, man. No problem. I got you. I got you. I'll get you there. Spencer's got a weird accent. <laughs> we get we get pulled. Like I said, I've never liked Spencer. That's we right. get to pull into this marina that's from the mouth of this little port off the island is probably six, 700 yards. Oh, I mean, it's a ways in. And it's all no wake zone. Well, it's literally not like not like a thirty not like a thirty horsepower and half throttle. It's no wake zone. Good news, Spencer don't care. Spencer comes into this port. There's people on paddle boards and kayaks. There's mega yachts tied up. It's and, like a caddyshack. Yeah, when the when the yeah, boat it's comes exact, I'm kidding. I'm not telling. It's exactly like the guy in the little dinghy jumps yeah. out. It's exactly like that. The whole way to the gas pump is 100% full throttle. He's beating every boat off the docks that are tied. Up, everybody's falling out of their kayaks. People are yelling oh, at him. My. He flies right up, puts it in reverse, comes in, puts a gas pump in the side of the boat's pumping, and he's haggling the guy with gas prices. Oh no, no, no! He's yelling at this guy about gas prices. This is only a five-minute pit stop. He did really good. The gas nozzle was taken out. He didn't even put the thing back in and had this thing in three nine hundred horsepower reverse. <laughs> and I looked around as we were going out of this port at these boats beating off docks and like being beached and washed up and these poor people yelling at him. He just didn't care, man. It was nine hundred horsepower and a four foot wake the whole way out of that place. Oh, that's awesome. Somewhere, that's worth the price of the Somewhere trip there's right there. a podcast being recorded right now where these people are talking about this boat that came flying yeah. through while they were on their yeah. paddleboard trip. <laughs> It was so rude. <laughs> we come out of that. I ruined my whole day of yoga on a paddleboard. We come out of that port, and he made a right and headed north. And, I mean, I, I, I'll show you the videos. We were coming up that last mile. You could see the boat, and they were untying it. Like, 
we were, we knew we missed it. The uh-huh. big giant blue ropes that hold it in port. Yeah. There's like 10 of them because me and Lacey watched them tied up every day. There was two of them left on it. You could see uh-huh. it on the front. Oh, did you guys get to climb up the rope? No. Oh, like no. little rats. It's a long way up yeah. to like the 11th floor of that boat up them. So we, I mean, we come flying in. There's four minutes left to make it to the boat and the boat's 500 yards away still oh. and these poor little old people they're not going to do that no. the girl she with the life jacket that had to pee the young like volleyball player yeah she jumped off this boat and she's like running through the little shopping mall and everybody's like oh you want to buy a necklace you want to no we're gonna get the boat <laughs> she pushed him out of the way it's like naked gun oh i was so drunk i was screaming at this boat make it stop wave at it americans stop it <laughs> <laughs> they were really rude to us and really like hurrying us because we were like 20 like 15 minutes late getting back yeah they were very not happy because they're they don't like to be late for their itineraries yeah. right i have never been on a 900 horsepower boat going full tilt with a motor blowing up smoking and cutting out of gear with a guy yelling in creole knocking other boats off the water coming up st lucia in this most beautiful place mm-hmm. and then get off the boat and the only thing through my head went i still owe this guy 200 bucks should I give it to him? Because I just spent a drift for an hour in the heat yeah. drinking his rum, and I'm not going to pay him for that. <laughs> but apparently everybody else prepaid. So when we got off, he's like, Garvin, 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 do you have my money? I'm like, Shh. her name's Fry. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. See ya. <laughs> no, we paid him. <laughs> so I had a bad feeling, and Lacey booked that trip. So uh, they kept telling me it's the only time it's ever happened. We're sorry. Yeah, We've never been yeah. through anything like hey. this. So. His news, his news slogan on his website said, "I've never missed a cruise boat, but I shit myself once." <laughs> like it was that close. <laughs> hey, uh, it would not be a catfish vacation without a story like that. I mean, it was a long drawn out. It was a long drawn out day of adventure. It truly was. I I got a hunchers a lot more. Yeah, there was. I think there's a part dose. Yeah. No, I'll tell you. you I'll tell you very quickly. I'll, I'll end it. There's so much more about this vacation that was fun, but real quick. So we went to St. Martin. It's split half and half Dutch and French. Okay. Lacey, the other thing I had the bad feeling about is Lacey decided to take me to do this thing called the Flying Dutchman. It's the highest peak mountain on the entire island, mm. and you take a ski lift up the mountain. Now, I didn't know this. This was a surprise, and this was on the last day. And this was right after we spent the beautiful day of St. Kitts renting a four-wheeler and riding 80 miles around the island oh, on a, wow. on the road with all these beautiful views and people shaking your hand and how nice you are and giving yeah. you drinks. And everywhere you stop, you're, oh, Americans, hello. Nice yeah. four-wheeler. You know, come on. Yeah, no. We get the, they're like, get on the ski lift. Go. Like, get up there. Raise your feet. <laughs> get, get, go, go, go that way, go that way. Like they're trying to rush you through all this stuff. Like you get on a ski lift. It's a forty, like a forty-minute ride, a ski lift up this mountain. Now, on the ski lift. Yeah. 40 now, minutes. remind you, this is a third world country that went yeah. through two major hurricanes and an oh, earthquake. Boy. And I'm freaking out whether the stuff structurally, yeah. structurally good or not. And they it's have a bunch fine. of staff checking safety checks every day. Oh yeah, every oh, hour. Sure. Yeah. So oh, after sure. you get up there, you have to do zip lining. Through four different peaks of Ocean, the mountain, Ocean oh, and then up another ski lift, and then you have a hike up to this top, tallest peak of the mountain, and then you do the Flying Dutchman. And I tell you what, it's been a long time since I've been strapped into an electric chair or a chair. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> did that cost thirty dollars extra? You should pee at the bottom of the mountain because it's been a long time since I looked at my wife and went, "I'm scared. Like I don't like this." 
Yeah. I don't. I didn't like it before, but now I'm up here. I hate it. You could see the entire island. Mm. The houses, like you couldn't differentiate the houses. They were like all looked like little, like checkers. Mm-hmm. But when they let you go, you strap into this thing and you go 2,900 feet down the mountain less than a minute. The heavier you are, there's actually a scale. You step on it. I ain't kidding. You. It says yes or no. If you're heavy <laughs> enough to ride it, I'll show it to you. Don't have your weight on. It just says yes or no. Lacey barely made it. Mine went the whole way to the top. When like you're the pristine weight limit <laughs> for the Flying Dutchman. Got a set a record today. <laughs> and I saw a gal it beat went, you. Oh it went, yeah, snow yeah, she was a bit heavier than me. <laughs> they pushed me off this thing, and I looked back at Lacey with the GoPro, and it was like, it was like a freaking NASCAR to a punch bug. I'm like, where the hell are you going backwards? <laughs> I come down off that mountain at 60, some 60, 70 miles an hour, flying on a cable hundreds of feet over the air, and you can see the entire island. The Flying Dutchman's really cool if you want a adrenaline rush thrill fun, but Mm -hmm. if you're afraid of heights, just stay at the bottom of the mountain and pet the iguanas. I saw that video, bud. You were zizzing. Mm. You were zizzing. Sounded good. I don't do well with heights. Taking line. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let it go at that. We're running out of time, but I mean, right. it, the, the boat was cool. I had a nice vacation. We had some good adventure, but, uh, you know, just stick with, if you're going to whatever cruise boat you're on, just stick with their adventures unless that wouldn't be as much fun, but yeah. So, Hey, David, Kyle, you saw some country. Yeah, but it's good stuff. When we're not zizzing lines, blowing up engines, Running through carnival boat terminals. <laughs> Where can people find us? You can find us at rut and river com. You can find us on all social media by searching rut and river pursuit. What else can they find us on, Ryan? Don't forget, check out the YouTube channel, rut and river pursuit podcast. And of course, the podcast itself, always available iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Castbox. I'm starving. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm well, getting hungry. Right? You know if you're hungry. You know what I smuggled the whole way to St. Lucia? What's what? that? Some Moses Family Jerk. Get nice. out of town. It was in a special compartment in my backpack, and I made it just to that. <laughs> you tr- mean those dogs didn't find it? It's funny you said that, because Lacey was very proud of me, because I sat and shared my Moses Family Jerky with two stray pit bulls. Oh, <laughs> yep. Not the canine, not the canine dogs. No, just two. There's stray dogs everywhere. <laughs> we ate Moses Family dogs. Jerky together. Yeah. No. Nice. They like the spicy. Yeah, so make sure you use the promo code JerkyPursuit15 to get 15% off the entire website. MFJerky.com. Yeah. Good on you, boys. Until next week. week. We knew this was coming. Oh, we did. We're going to hear more of it. Welcome back. Welcome back. Never trust a taxi driver named Raul. All right, boys. I thought it was Spencer. No, that's a boat driver. That's a boat taxi. (laughs) We'll see y'all soon. See ya. Trash Panda Quiver. Keep your arms straight. <laughs> Get you some. <laughs>Super nice Pro- guy. Probably one of the, you know, the top three politest guys I've ever met in my life. He says after me and Will. After you and Will. Okay. Then there's Brian. He says, you know, I didn't really want to tell you this, but you've been pronouncing my name wrong. It's, it's Brian. It's <laughs> Brian. Is it Brian? <laughs> oh, hi Brian. It's Brian. 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 It's French. <laughs> <laughs>
Briand. It's pick diesel. What? Pit. Pick Diesel. I thought Pickerowski. it was Pike Diesel, too. No, no. Once you go Pike, you Why, can't you didn't tell dislike. me that all day when I no, called him that. Well, Once you go Pike, you can't dislike. No, I can't Is that what you said? Yeah, once you go Pike, you can't dislike. Well, Pike Diesel. I'm he, sorry. You know, Breon Pickerowski. 